0: This is the Authentic Sex Podcast, real-life conversations about sex, pleasure and relationships. I'm your host, Juliette Allen. Welcome to the Authentic Sex Podcast. You're listening to episode 75. My name is Juliet Allen. I'm a sexologist and sex and relationship coach. And today we're talking about the seven foundations of tantric sex. I have my friend Steph here again. Steph was on last week talking about. Taboo sex and fetishes and the darker side of sex. And this week we're we're lightening things up a little, and we're going to talk about how people can set up um, a space for tantric sex and what the foundations are. But before we begin, this episode of Authentic Sex is sponsored by the Juliet Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand. It's designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self love and self pleasure expand your orgasmic experiences and connect you to your true sexual essence and the the crystal wands are available at the moment on my website in clear quartz black obsidian and rose quartz crystals my website is www.juliet-allen.com you can also find me on instagram at juliet underscore alan so steph have you ever tried one of the crystals
1: i haven't actually no i've had yoni eggs before or mm. uh, well, i still do yoni rose quartz and jade eggs Oh, right. but, yeah, I haven't used the wand yet.
0: Oh, so, okay. You yeah. might be in for a little crazy after yeah. we finish recording. <laughs> oh, I have
1: to go home early now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, stay. Please stay. <laughs> it seems to be like, uh, what was it, when I left the other day? Uh, just getting some lube do you want some
0: lube to take oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. every time Sorry. a friend leaves they get a gift <laughs> um i've got condoms at the moment and i've got wands, so i'll gift you um something else uh, welcome to the back welcome back <laughs> seph is a friend of mine and she's a sexologist um and I guess for people who didn't listen to episode seventy four, mm-hmm. do you just want to speak into um, who you are?
1: yeah sure. So um, I'm Stephanie Curtis. Uh, so I'm a sexologist. I used to be a nurse and then switched to the other side, <laughs> um, and uh, I do sex and intimacy coaching as well. Mm. Um, so I guess my my desire for doing this work is bringing uh, acceptance and appreciation for the full spectrum of sexuality. So, how can we embrace all aspects of ourselves and our sexuality? That's kind of what I am passionate about, and um, and yeah, that's that's what I love doing. So, mm, awesome. Okay, and today
0: we're going to chat about the foundations of tantric or. Tantric sex. <laughs> tantric. How, how, what do you say? Tantric, tantric or tantric? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go between both because yeah. tantric just sounds really Australian. Very Aussie slang. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then tantric is like just more...
1: Posh. Posh. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so we're both, I guess, both of us have experienced, I mean, we've been in the worlds of tantra mm. for a bit and we've um, studied it and experienced it and um you are in relationship with a beautiful man who's into it too so um I know that you guys share a really special connection in that way yeah um so let's go through we've titled it seven foundations of tantric sex Mm -hmm. so let's go through seven different steps that people can practically like, bring into their life yeah. after they listen to this podcast mm-hmm. in order to infuse more of a like tantra into their life. Yeah. So, because lots of people listening, there will be people who are like experienced tantricas and they're like, oh, this is a bit basic. Yeah. And then others will be like, what is tantra? So, we mm-hmm. could start with what is tantra for those who just have no clue and want to learn more yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll go into the steps yeah
1: amazing mm. so it's a funny thing like tantra I have heard a million different definitions of it you mm-hmm. know so many people have different interpretations of what it is and how they apply it in their lives um so I guess for me how I kind of bring tantra into my life what it is is just bringing in the full spe- spectrum of who I am into a sexual experience. That's kind of tantric sex for me. Mm. So it's like, how can I embrace the light and the dark within me? How can I include it all in this experience and, you know, in in every area of my life, but including sexuality? And through that, I think we, we can experience... Um, you know a union with something divine something blissful some call it a god some call it um you know we've got so many names source for source yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um i like to say the divine um mm. for me that kind of yeah um so yeah and i think that there's this idea of what tantric sex needs to look like like it's people you know <laughs> meditating and, and doing all these weird positions and and i don't think you know that's that can be it and then it can also be not it you know Mm. i think it's about bringing full presence to an experience um and Mm. being there for all of it being a part of all of it and feeling all of it so Mm. that's my yeah my kind of experience with it
0: yeah Yeah, i like that Mm. and it's true there's like all these myths surrounding tantra like it's Mm. just a bunch of hippies having orgies which it's semi true. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. gonna say I haven't been there, but um, but you know there is that myth that it's just a really hippie thing. But yeah. reality is some people may be practicing tantra without even knowing yeah, it, yeah. and even I sometimes um, overcomplicate it. Yeah, and then realize no, it's just like the real basics of of mm. connection and presence. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, don't let it overwhelm you. The thought of having tantric sex it's not this a podcast isn't going to be like really random weirdo practices it's like yeah yeah it's actually going to be a good reminder for me I think yeah
1: and even for you just yeah, like oh definitely. that's right back to basics Definitely, yeah and I think you know I speak of this connection to the divine or or god through sex through tantric sex and I think at the foundation of that and what some people forget they get so caught up in the whole you know up and and seeking for god and you know that real esoteric stuff whereas i think Mm. true tantric experiences begin in the body they begin down here on this earth you know Mm. in this human body and i think that's what i is really important for me to kind of get across is Mm. that it is a human experience um not this fluffy esoteric stuff
0: yeah Yeah. that's good i like that Mm -hmm. i relate to that a lot because i'm not i don't really relate much to the really like higher chakra mm. esoteric like stuff yeah, I'm yeah more of a grounded lower chakra person yeah yeah um so yeah that's that's a nice way of talking about it yeah and thinking yeah. about it um before we go into the seven steps i just want to like um talk about the sound that we have in this podcast we um are recording in a cyclone and so it's really windy outside um however steph is only in town for a couple of days i could only get her today so we're recording and i'm i apologize if the sound on this episode is really crap so anyway next that's the boring part (laughs) um all right so do you should we just launch into the seven yeah um the foundations
1: yeah Yeah. sounds good to me okay So
0: what do you see as foundation one?
1: Uh, So foundation one for me is all about the self. So attending to self-love and self-care. So I think there's this idea in a lot of, you know, sexual experiences or a lot of relationships, you know, I've got a am getting something from someone else or, you know, my other half. And it's, we are these whole complete beings just as we are. And so, coming into an experience from this place of fullness is really important for me. Um, so, and that getting to that place of fullness, I think you need to attend to some some self love and some self care. So, whether that's just before you're with your partner or you know in life in general, it's um, how can you take care of yourself and fill up your own cup so that you're meeting this person from um, from wholeness. So, like basic for me basic but like basic self-love um and self-care is just like having a bath or getting a massage or you know just um treating yourself with loving kindness um Mm. so that you're yeah feeling full
0: yeah and you've got your own cup filled up
1: yeah yeah so that you're not coming into it seeking something you know i need you to be this for me or i need to get this from you Mm. um just it, it coming to it from a clean place you know you're Mm. you're just meeting and you're here to experience connection with this other person you're not coming from a place of lack or need
0: Mm. that's a good point i know for me if i um spend like prioritize time perhaps having a bath or like going for a walk or doing exercise which is um makes me feel good or yeah. or like having a lay on the beach or doing something for myself before I meet with my partner mm. then I know I'm coming not from a rushed place or not yeah. from like a I had a shit day and now I need you to make it better and you to make me feel better it's yeah. like I always um without thinking about it, I just realize kind of go okay I need like, I need to set aside time for self-care so that yeah. I'm present when I see him,
1: yeah, definitely, mm. definitely, yeah. and yeah, and and how beautiful to meet someone from. I'm a, a grown adult, and I've taken care of myself, and you know, let's mm. rather than like I need you to to be this for me, and yeah, mm. as you said, make everything better. It's like, in a way, that's not sexy. Like that's no, not that's not. not setting a scene for something that can be really passionate and beautiful. You know, mm.
0: and that needy energy can be quite repelling. Yeah, definitely. So if you're in that needy energy. Um, don't be surprised if your partner doesn't want to fuck you.
1: It's just, it's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So how can we take care of ourselves Mm. so that we're not looking to our partners to take care of ourselves? Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So foundation number two Mm. is setting the container. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So... What do you mean by that? For me, that means making a space um both physically like a physical space and also you know the relationship that's kind of like a container um setting that space in a to so that it's safe and it's you're held in it in a certain way so ritual space make sure your bedroom's clean make sure that you know you've got fresh sheets on the bed or, you know, it feels nice to be in this place wherever you're connecting with your partner. Mm. Um, I think it's, uh, we kind of underestimate the power of, yeah, um, creating a temple for ourselves. And, you know, once you set something up, yeah, that can be, it's like, okay, this feels great. Like, where can we go from here? Mm. Um, And also, I mean, um, by setting the container is having conversations around boundaries and, Um, communicating your desires and communicating what's going on for you um, Mm. so that that feels um, when that all all that kind of logistical stuff is taken care of you're not having to kind of you know worry or be preoccupied with it throughout the experience Mm.
0: so what would be some examples um, like your examples of first setting up the physical space, like Mm -hmm. I could give some too, just so people get an idea of what that means. Like you've said clean sheets or like making sure your bedroom's decluttered and clean.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Is there anything else that you do?
1: I love little things, like little touches, like flowers or, um, you know, nice scents. So like Mm. um, candles or Mm. um, oil or something like that making it a really pleasant environment and Mm. that looks so different to everyone Mm. so um just uh yeah nice lighting Mm. um and you know whether it's in your bedroom or in another place in the house um just the intent that you put in um really matters as well so i'm intending to make this space really beautiful so that me and my partner can feel really nice and and yeah Mm. um yeah, then that's going to look different for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of, um. yeah, that's kind of my experience with that.
0: Yeah, I do I mean, similar. I like yeah. have oils. I have like a, what do you call it? Not a vaporizer. Uh, you know, the thing you put oils in and it like diffuser. Um, or diffuser. Yeah. I yeah. use an oil diffuser, yeah. but I don't, and I use candles, but I don't really um, do it just for lovemaking like yeah. I just am like oh okay it's evening time yeah, yeah like Nick's gonna arrive home from work I know so I'm like okay like just make the house feel nice for him yeah and for us yeah, yeah, for my cool. daughter even yeah, it's like definitely. so put oil on like light the candles and then just I always like a clean house too yeah yeah mm. yeah it's
1: really important it's not it's not sexy or conducive to passion to, you know, be surrounded by clutter and and dog hair on the bed and weird shit that people have. Yeah. And I understand it's, you know, having lots of kids and, um, you know, there might be mess around the house, but how can you just really prioritize, you know, having your bed clean and made or something like that, even Mm. if it's just bringing it back to the simple things, Mm, um, just to show, you know, and, and this isn't a gendered thing either. So it's not like, um, you know, the woman making it nice to her husband or, you know, vice versa. It's just like, first of all, making it nice for yourself. Mm. like it, And, yeah, and then thinking about your partner, whatever sex you are.
0: Mm. Mm. What's examples of um, what was the next thing? Was like the boundaries and setting the container. Yeah, boundaries. What's just a couple of examples of that?
1: So it might be just being clear on... You know sometimes our bodies feel really different and uh you know depending on what time of the month or you know what kind of day we've had so it might be uh you know sometimes we might not feel like penetrative sex you know Mm. maybe we just want to um have some external kind of you know light touch in the experience so just getting clear on if there is anything that you know i don't want to go there and Just so those things are clear so that you're not having to... You can obviously bring them up throughout the experience, but just so they're not these questions where, you know, you're in the middle of it and going, does she want to have sex or, you know, I don't know, I can't tell. Mm. Just if you can, bringing those kinds of um,
0: things up. Yeah,
1: yeah. like if you're feeling sensitive and say your boobs are
0: hurting and you're about Mm -hmm. to get your period and you're just like, you know, I just don't feel for my breast to be touched tonight. Or if you're, you, you know incorporate a lot of anal play in but you just want to have like you don't want your ass touched yeah yeah it's like hey yeah. like that this is something i'm not open for tonight yeah. or this week yeah. let's explore other stuff and so i think that's mm-hmm. kind of just communicating clearly
1: yeah definitely is what don't I'm up put things unspoken because mm. it, it's um yeah it just can create confusion and and i guess an unnecessary clunkiness as well mm-hmm. you know um kind of like I don't know what I'm doing because they haven't said so and I'm making these assumptions about what they want and what they don't want. It's like, let's be adults and speak about it.
0: Mm, Yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome. So next
0: foundation is letting go of expectations. Mm -hmm. Do you want to
1: talk to that? Yeah. So, so often in sexual experiences, there's the goals in mind. Watch this experience has to mean what has to happen so when I think of like the typical goals it's orgasm so okay we're going to race towards the finish line to get there or Mm. even not racing but we're going to get there Mm. and it's like when you get so caught up in the getting to somewhere you miss the journey you miss everything that happens beforehand so don't have any expectations of how it's going to look and what's going to happen and and how it's going to feel. It's like, I know that's easier said than done, but it's like trying to get out of your way as much as possible, Mm. getting out of your mind's idea of of what sex is or what being intimate with your partner is. Mm. Yeah, so because I think with those goals, yeah, we just miss so much pleasure and so much connection um, that can be found only in the present
0: yeah Mm -hmm. would you recommend people um communicate to each other that you're letting go of expectations
1: and that definitely yeah Yeah. definitely so just setting an intention in that as well Mm -hmm. uh you know let's make this experience for ourselves about um presence and connection in the moment or you know let's not have this be some way or let's let go of ideas just the power of words and intentions is is really incredible so mm. just yeah getting clear on what that means for you you know having a sit down with your partner and before you get into it and um yeah mm. Mm. getting clear on an intention there
0: yeah awesome mm. yeah mm. cool so what's the next one you can you can say yes yeah,
1: so the next one is breath or breathing um so Breath is life. Uh, when we are not breathing, we're not living. (laughs) Mm. So the more that we can bring attention to our breath as an individual and with our partner, um, the more that we can, you know, expand our capacity to feel, uh, and experience more. So there's certain breathing exercises that I personally, personally like to do, um, one of these, so the first ones I actually uh, found in, um, I only discovered this one not so long ago. Um, it's called Heart Breath. It was in, have you ever read Urban Tantra? Yeah. Yeah. It's got Lots some, a it's tool. a really good go to for some like uh, different tools. Um, so it's basically starting from you you make a big yawn with your you know even if it's a fake yawn Mm. and so with that yawn you can feel your throat and your jaw open up Mm. and breathing from that place so once you can open that up with that yawn you're breathing out of your mouth um from from there if that makes sense. Mm. Yep, so that one's um, heart breath. And also I have a, a different uh, experience with heart breath with my partner. So what we'll do if we're kind of you know, going into some kind of experience and feeling like we just want to feel each other first before we go any further, um, we'll either sit or lie together and we will breathe from our heart space. And then uh, it's, it's like a sharing of that. Together, mm. So he breathes from his, I breathe from mine. And they kind of, in a way, if you can think of like the energetics of it, they kind of merge and, you know, I'm, I'm sharing my heart with him and he's sharing his with me. Um, and then are you familiar with the uh, microcosmic orbit? Yeah, but you can yeah. explain it. Yeah, it's a good one. So um, this one, uh, I find it a little bit challenging to explain, but I'll do my best. Mm. Um, so basically... Um, when, when I think about the, the breathing technique for this, it's a, a woman, um, let's just go woman and man, uh, a woman breathes out of her heart and she breathes in through her genitals. Mm-hmm. So she's receptive in her genitals and she's penetrative with her heart. Whereas the man is penetrative with his genitals and receptive with his heart. Mm -hmm. So if you look at that kind of like a magnet, so um, the positive pole for a uh, a woman woman Mm -hmm. is her heart Mm -hmm. and the man's is his genitals. So they kind of like almost in a way... I don't know if it's mismatched, Mm -hmm. but it's like they can create a circuit. So the woman breathes in, into her genitals and up her body and then out of her heart, breathes out into the man's heart and he breathes in his heart and then out of his genitals. Mm. So you kind of, I definitely recommend going online and and looking this up because when you see a diagram of it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. But you're creating a circuit of energy with your partner.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: And it's, Way less complicated than I've yeah. <laughs> probably explained it. But no,
0: yeah. you did pretty good. Just Google microcosmic orbit, yeah and then you'll get some images too, and mm. the images will help it click in. Yeah, it do- I-, I get a bit confused with it sometimes,
1: but yeah. um, once it clicks in, then you're like, oh yeah, this yeah, makes sense. Definitely. And it's just about circulating sexual energy or life force, basically, um, between the two of you. So it's like the sharing of of that energy. Um, as opposed to it just being like a, a single experience, mm. and same sex couples can do that too. Of course, I've done that definitely. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we all, as much as I, you know, I say it in a gendered way. Um, it's we all have positive and negative poles in in both. You know, so mm. as a woman, I have um, penetrative energy in my genitals just mm. as much as a man. So it's just different anatomy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep.
0: And then I think on the breath thing, it's just like being aware of the. Like a simple thing is just being aware of your partner's breath and whether definitely. their breath is um, increasing in mm. pace or slowing down or just having that awareness can yep. help you understand them and their, their senses and pleasure. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, I think we underestimate as well. You know, I've just gone and listed a bunch of breathing techniques, but the fact like if you can just breathe if you can just remember to breathe throughout the experience it is amazing like i've i've had such incredible experiences and i've seen people have such incredible experiences when they just bring conscious and uh, awareness to breath throughout a sexual experience Mm. it's amazing
0: yeah awesome cool
1: so the next one is
0: sound Mm
1: -hmm. which is really
0: important one
1: yeah So, so much of our, um, I guess our, our natural expression, we kind of, we silence ourselves in the sexual experience. So some people are louder than others. Um, it's really, um, it's really, um, you know, some people like to make more sound than others and, and that's normal. Mm. Um, but if we can actually access our natural authentic voice
0: Mm, not our porn voice not our porn voice not
1: our like oh my god I'm gonna make Ah, the sound ah, to get ah, him off or whatever yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) so it's okay if you are making that sound though yeah of course
1: if that's that's natural to you yeah
0: (laughs) yeah I'm sure I've made sounds like that but there's like that porn kind of like that thing of like oh I need to sound like that that's what pleasure sounds like when pleasure can sound really guttural or really like yeah Animalistic, or yeah, definitely.
1: Mm. And different parts of our bodies, um, kind of, when we access them or when we're we're present to them, they there's different sounds that resonate with those different areas of our body. So when we kind of go genitals, when we're purely focused on our genitals, like the 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 bottom, our root chakra, you know, um, it's more of a grunty kind of earthy uh, sound, you know. Mm. And so when we can access these these sounds naturally it's like we're kind of vibrating those areas of our body Mm. so we can kind of from there play with oh if i make a higher pitch sound i can feel more energy in my my head or my my heart you Mm. know um and uh and yeah and sound moves energy as well so when we're silent we're kind of like we're stagnant in our body so i think sound is just this way of moving energy
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, we're so shut down with sound, like even yeah. when we're little being told don't cry or don't yeah. don't express with sound. And so I think we take that into adulthood. And then there's the shame around, well, I shouldn't be loud because that's wrong, yeah. so I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. But um, definitely being able to express sound enhances the sexual experience.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. And I think that... Um uh, some people might have a really hard time accessing their sound. So I guess what I would suggest for those people who are like, I'm used to being completely silent and, you know, not making a peep. If you feel an an awkwardness around um, expressing it, make it really playful and almost like our fear around... Um, I guess our fear around making certain noises is that we're going to feel embarrassed or we're going to, you know, make a fool of ourselves. If you can actually, like, on purpose make a fool of yourself, it's almost like getting that part out of the way. So Mm. it's like, let's play with sound for a little bit. Let's make some stupid noises, you know, this is with your partner. Mm. Let's, like, see if we can, like, sound like idiots or whatever. Mm. Mm. And when you kind of find that sense of playfulness, I think through that you can access the um your natural expression yeah if that makes sense
0: yeah i think another way people could do it would be with self-pleasure like if yeah. they're too self-conscious to express sound mm. um, or different sounds with a partner start with self-pleasure and yeah definitely. accessing sound that way when there's no one else around
1: yeah definitely, definitely. Mm. yeah you're only going to like <laughs> it's only you in the room and uh, yeah it's kind of you've got full permission to go for it
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. Next one is emotional expression and movement. i speak to that one.
1: Yeah, definitely. So with uh, this one, I think that there's ideas of, I think I spoke about this earlier, what sex needs to be. So, you know, for me to be sexy or sexual, um, for me to be with my partner, I need to, you know, be really happy or passionate or turned on. We're forgetting that we're these naturally um i guess fluctuating beings who will be angry for no reason one day and then sad the next and you know this is the the nature of emotions and the same applies for all areas of our life including sex so when we can actually give ourselves and our partners permission to bring what's alive for them like bring your sadness bring your anger bring your joy and your pleasure bring it all um, sex can be this really, you know, from an outside perspective, it's like, oh, okay, she's going crazy or he's going crazy, mm. but it's like, that's real. That's what's authentic. That's what wants to move through this person. So yeah. Um, I think that creating, you know, through the safety of your relationship with, with your partner, um, whether that's just, you know, one night or, or long-term it, it doesn't matter. If you, can create a foundation of trust and safety, then bringing these parts of yourself can be really powerful and really beautiful. It's like, I'm going to bring all of me mm. and I'm going to show up as I am and I'm not going to restrict or, you know, pretend to be anything other than what I am.
0: Mm. Cause
1: that's when true connection can happen with another person. It's like, I'm not faking it. I'm not putting on a show. I'm not pretending to be something for you. This is me. Only from that place we can actually have a, a beautiful connection with someone. Yeah, like a
0: really authentic connection. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, so I think that's a really a really big one, a really good one as well. Um, and that's for men too,
0: not just definitely, women. Definitely,
1: definitely.
0: Like some, some of the most beautiful experiences I've had, it would be when my partner, male partner, you know, cries during sex. Yeah,
1: definitely. And it yep.
0: shows that emotion and... That that's really special and amazing and it yeah. inspires me then to be more vulnerable yeah. Yeah. and authentic during sex so
1: mm, yeah, sex, yeah sex isn't meant to be clean and neat and tidy you know mm. sex and and i think this is what i love about you know my approach to tantra is it is about bringing all of you and sometimes that looks like a fucking mess mm. you know sometimes that is gross and looks disturbing but it's real and, yeah and isn't that what we need more of in our lives just more real realness and authenticity so mm. yeah yeah and um true. I think with this emotional expression piece as well what is important to remember sometimes emotion wants to move like you know if we're feeling angry maybe you know I've done this before and this is uh, like my partner has been inside me and I've all of a sudden accessed anger. I'm like, why am I angry? And it's like, I'm hitting a pillow next to him, you know? Mm. Um, and it's not an expression of anger towards him. It's just me experiencing this emotion. And then once I move through that anger, it's like, Oh my God, here's this wave of beautiful pleasure or, Mm. you know, bliss. Um, so it's like, yeah, allowing all of it. um, and, and and however that wants to move, as long as no one's been hurt or um, non-consensually hurt, um, mm. then uh, yeah, bring it all. Yeah,
0: I've done the pillow bashing while well, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like exact that exact situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this anger needs to come out. Yeah, and
1: yeah, yeah, and it's cool. Cool. what better way to? It's like, sex can be this way of like m- moving it and transmuting it. It's like, mm. oh, okay, now we're you know now we're experiencing all this pleasure um, mm. after moving through that so yeah and like same for tears i think there's this um I, like i've heard of plenty of women who are like i want to cry you know halfway through sex they're like why do i want to like why are all these tears coming out mm. um sex is so vulnerable, you know, where we've got this uh, other human... Well, we're inside another human being or they're inside of us and... In penetrative sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And and that can stir up emotion. And, yeah, I think for that to be... um, like for you to allow someone inside your body or um to be in someone's body it's like shouldn't there be that kind of level of trust that you can bring all of you Mm. Um, isn't that what we all want so Mm. yeah tears bring it i I think oh yeah (laughs) Mm.
0: i regularly cry during sex yeah regularly yeah
1: Mm. yeah it's um it's beautiful
0: Mm. yeah yeah
1: Mm. cool so what's the last one number seven this one is uh have fun and enjoy yourself (laughs) so i think i yeah i mentioned just in the last one about sex being messy and it's also something that so many people take so seriously and even with this whole tantra world it's like okay it's about we have to be you know completely connected and and meditating together and doing Mm -hmm. all these things it's like sure you can do all that stuff but what about the joy and the, the playfulness and the innocence and the fun um, that you can experience with sex? So don't get so caught up in the how-tos and the, um, you know, it has to look this certain way and just, yeah, enjoy yourself. Mm. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Be um. curious, enjoy yourself, have yep. fun, yep. and don't take it too seriously. Yep. Good advice.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and don't overthink. Yeah there's so much overthinking going on and so many guidebooks and like, well, we've done steps. No, we've done foundations. Yeah. (laughs) But but you know, there's lots of like do this, this, and this. And it's like, Oh, just get out of your head. Do what feels right.
1: Definitely. And I mean, yeah, even sharing these things, it's like, okay, yep. They're all really important. And at the same time, do what you want, you know, do what feels good for you. What feels true and authentic to you. Um, no one's ever going to. Like, you can't sit in a workshop and learn how to do step by step tantric sex. Like, it doesn't mm. happen that way. Mm. I think tantric experiences can be. Um, it can also be like in more like what we spoke of last week, you know, BDSM, kind of more mm. of the darker stuff. That can be tantric as well. It's not all light and love. It mm. can be dark and shadowy. And, and, you know, it's just bringing presence and sound and all of you to an experience
0: mm. yeah yeah good point that tantra isn't just all love and light yeah <laughs> in yeah. fact <laughs> it's probably more darkness yeah definitely in my experience definitely.
1: yeah
0: mm. yeah there's all of it so mm. Mm. awesome okay well thank you so much for no coming back on the the um the show yeah no worries thanks for having me juliet yeah hopefully i get to get you back again yes next time you're in town
1: yeah (laughs) sounds good
0: awesome stay tuned for more episodes and if you love the podcast please head over to itunes and leave a review so that more and more people can listen and feel inspired and feel sexually empowered